Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose of our show is for awakening souls, developing intuition, and fulfilling purpose. We'll begin our show today by asking, are you living a spiritual life? This is episode number 28, and this is a great subject for the day. To begin to answer that question, we'll need to ask another question. What is a spiritual life? The dictionary defines the adjective spiritual as of, relating to, or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. I'll say that again. The dictionary defines the adjective spiritual as, quote, of, relating to, or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. According to that definition, if you are living a life of or relating to and or affecting the human spirit or soul as opposed to the material or physical things, you would be living a spiritual life. Of course, life involves both that which is spiritual in nature as well as those things that are physical. So you won't be able to live a life exclusively spiritual. Living a spiritual life would essentially be living more as spirit or as a spiritual being in this material world. Michael has long said that humanity is currently going through a kind of quantum leap in its evolutionary process and transforming itself from a body-based intellectual race into a spirit-centered intuitive one. I agree completely. Especially in this last few years, we've been seeing how that process is coming more and more into the foreground of our society. Spirituality is no longer a subject of discussion limited to religious or metaphysical people. It's regularly addressed in some form through major mainstream media, TV shows featuring the work of mediums communicating with the spirit of the deceased, has now become almost commonplace. Oprah's Super Soul Sunday is in its eighth season. That's kind of amazing. Spiritual books are regularly found on the bestseller lists. People are not only hungry for spiritual nourishment and fulfillment, they are actually demanding it. Even Newsweek magazine devoted two whole special editions to spirituality earlier this year, and they were really good issues. Yeah, we need spirit. We (laughs) want spirit. I'm demanding it. (laughs) Our good friend and renowned filmmaker from Australia, Bill Bennett, has been on tour with his wife and producer, Jennifer Clough, for the better part of a year, screening his latest masterpiece called PGS, Intuition is Your Personal Guidance System, in Australia and the U.S. The film has garnered rave reviews from practically everyone who has seen it, as well as from the press. Most of the screenings have been to sell out crowds. We've been to nine screenings in eight cities, to three states so far, and conducted Q&A sessions afterwards in most of them. None of them was just going to the movies. Each one was a profound experience with a gathering of souls seeking their awakening, validation that they are on the right track, the seeking guidance to live a more spiritual life. Everyone was seeking permission to use their intuition to guide them through life. Yeah. I mean, when we were in Hawaii in Kona, just, what, a week ago? (laughs) Well, no, it's about four weeks ago. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Time flies. (laughs) I was having breakfast by myself in a restaurant in Kona, preparing to give an all-day seminar there at the hotel, 
that day. And a group of four women sat down at the table in front of me. Of, you know, from probably the youngest woman was about in her early 20s. And the oldest one was about in her 60s. And it was a nice range of ages. And they all looked very different. And But they were talking about uh, their home life, their work life. But I kept on hearing intuition. The word intuition kept on coming up and referring to intuition. One of them said, I knew I should have said no to that person, but I didn't listen to my intuition. And another one, a little bit later on, was talking about her, I think, real estate business or something. And she was going, my intuition was telling me that I needed to take care of this contract or something like that, but I was so tired and I didn't do it. Boy, did I pay for it later. And then another one said, you should always listen to your intuition. <laughs> this is something kind of interesting that happens with us, um, either when we're traveling together or by ourselves. I traveled with my sister one time from Michigan to Ohio, and we were in some Hoboken restaurant in between. <laughs> and as soon as we sat down, the table, people in the table um, or in the booth right behind us started talking about spiritual and metaphysical things and especially intuition. Yeah, it's, it's time. It's just in the air. <laughs> and people everywhere are waking up more and more. Of course, what are they waking up from or to? We're all waking up more from being asleep at the wheel waking up from imagined nightmares, waking up from being unconscious. Waking up means being more aware, realizing that you are spirit, not a body, not just this physical body, but not a thing, a body of anything. Living a spiritual life is waking up and waking up yourself to being spirit more and more every day and living your life as limitless and eternal spirit more and more and less and less as a separate, limited, mortal body. That's a big part of why we have this radio show. That's right. It's a weekly reminder that not only you can live the miracle of your immortal soul life every day, you are meant to do that. It's part of our purpose for being here. The miracle is that there's nothing that you can't do that you need to, that you are never stuck. You don't have to ever be just stuck and stay there. There's always something new you can imagine and create. So living a spiritual life can start by thinking about spirituality, talking about it, reading books, learning about it, but you don't actually live a spiritual life until you start living here in this world as a spiritual being, limitless, eternal, immortal, undivided, unconditionally loving, giving, joyous, at peace. I can go on with various descriptions and adjectives, but you get the picture. <laughs> Spirit or limitlessness, it's all we can do is, aside from experiencing it, living it, expressing it, all we can do to talk about it is give kind of the qualities of what it's like when we're living it, when we're actually experiencing being spirit, not just a body. In other words, if you're living a spiritual life, you can't be thinking for very long, I can't do this, whatever that is. I don't have time, whenever that is, because timelessness, spirit is 
timeless. So it doesn't have any, I don't have enough time. Ah, interesting. So spirit never wastes time, but at the same time, spirit is never in a hurry. We can't be going around thinking, I'm not good enough, or I'm not enough in some ways. I'm not smart enough. I'm not capable enough. I'm not strong enough, or whatever. How about, I don't have anything to offer, or I'm powerless? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, there's no part in spirit in those kinds of concepts, so they're not true. Huh. So one of the things about living a spiritual life, you know, we all have these thoughts. They pop up. We're not trying to think them most of the times. They just pop up. Oh, okay. So what? They're just thoughts. They're just little energy units we call thoughts. When certain thoughts pop up, like I'm powerless to do anything about this or I can't help myself, things like that, oh, Instead of engaging in it, instead of wrestling with it, fighting it, or trying to become it or anything, just let it go. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like in dog training, drop it. Woof. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've been to dog obedience school quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing that probably in the next year. Yes, woof, woof. I'm getting ready. So I drop it pretty well. I sit, stay, and heal. (laughs) (laughs) So if these kinds of thoughts, like, you know, I'm not good enough and all that, pop up in your mind at any time, drop it immediately. Okay? The next two questions. We started this episode with, are you living a spiritual life? So we got to follow that up with two more questions. One, what is the purpose or benefit of living a more spiritual life? And two, how do you live in this world more and more as a spiritual being? Well, my answer to the first of those two questions is simple. The purpose of living a spiritual life is to fully be yourself. Living your life as spirit means living your life as who you are already, as yourself, and not trying constantly to be better or different or someone else or somehow else, whatever. When you give yourself the space to be you as you truly are, then you start living a more spiritual life because you are being yourself more. As for the benefits of living a spiritual life, I can't even imagine how it would be possible to live a non-spiritual life. (laughs) Everything I love in and about life is spirit or related to spirit. Everything I consider to be benefits in my life are of and from spirit. It's when I don't live as spirit as much as, you know, I can, that's when I run into trouble. Raphael, what do you consider to be some of the benefits of living your life as spirit? Well, We're coming up on our first brace soon, so I'll keep this very brief and we'll continue the conversation afterwards. But I found as I practiced the tools that I learned and really committed myself to living the spiritual life, that I really felt like I was doing what I came here to do mm-hmm. as a soul. And that continues to be true. Um, also, the little miracles each and every day and the um, the breadcrumbs, if you will, that spirit leaves for me to show me I am on the right track. Yeah, I think commitment is a big deal. Well, but we'll get back to that when we come back from the break. Right. We're coming up on our first break, as we said. 
make sure to check out our website as um, the commercial break comes up. It is www.michaeltamora.com for all our upcoming events. We've got an amazing three-day inner divinity retreat coming up this very weekend in Mount Shasta, California. Then a seminar weekend in Chicago, Illinois, as well as in Burlington, Vermont in September along with a special screening in Burlington, Vermont, of the PGS, Intuition is Your Personal Guidance System, the movie, that's been garnering rave reviews to sell out crowds in both the U.S. and Australia, everywhere it's been shown. Get all the details and reserve your tickets now before they're gone for this one. Michael is featured in this movie, and he'll be there to do the Q&A at the screening. When we return in a couple of minutes, we'll continue with Are You Living a spiritual life. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What makes you a success? Is it your business or career? Is it your family and social life? How do you achieve the next level in your success? Tune in to Infinite Success Radio with host Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Rachel and her amazing guests are here to encourage, inspire, and empower you to take control of your destiny and achieve the level of success you were born to reach. How do ordinary people become extraordinary? Find out with Infinite Success Radio, broadcasting live every Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories, resulting in transformed lives. You'll learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and a replay Fridays at 12 noon Pacific on the Voice America Women's Channel. We all have the inner ability to use the gifts within ourselves to serve ourselves, our families, loved ones, and our communities. Once you have discovered these gifts and talents, you can promote harmony, peace, and hope. To find out how to harness your own gifts and talents, tune in to Get Ready. Get ready for your breakthrough with host Felicia A. Hill, live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and share with others. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. And welcome back, everyone, to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We are speaking about... Awakening, oh, not awakening souls. Yes, we are speaking about awakening souls, but we are speaking about today, are you living a spiritual life? And Michael had asked me the question, um, how do I feel about um, the benefits benefits of living the spiritual life? And the benefits are so many, I I can hardly even come up uh, with a description that pinpoints it to one thing. The one thing I do know is that when you follow the life of spirit, whether you are following a practice of some sort or just working exclusively with things like your intuition, um, you are able to get the fulfillment that you desire, if you will. And it's not like... um, a magical... Uh, I want to win the lottery. Yeah, that sort of thing. Because, you know, the majority of people that come on Earth are not here to win the lottery. And you know that a lot of people who do win the lottery uh, end up with misery in their lives anyway. So not to take away hope from having a, 
a shower of money at some point in your life, but everybody has it. I grew up in a very poor family, and I remember the day my father won fifteen thousand dollars in the in the late nineteen fifties. That was and a lot of money. <laughs> it was a lot of money back then, and he came in with all of it and and threw it up in the air and. Uh, surprised my mother with it and that was the only time anything like that ever happened um, from from my dad because it was a whole different type of energy and time that we were living in then but you know when you were saying uh, you didn't quite you couldn't pinpoint one th- benefit from right. living a spiritual life because there's so many but I, I think if if we were to look at okay what's kind of a basic level is happiness that's right yeah fulfillment you were talking about fulfillment and and it's when you're fulfilled you're happy when you're not fulfilled is when you feel unhappy so that's kind of a gauge but it's not the happiness that comes like Raphael was saying with winning the lottery or you know that's momentarily right so we have these momentary happiness like you win the lottery or you're you're asking for something and finally you get it or you have a goal you know you want to win the gold medal or you want to ace the test or you your your team you want your team to win the contest or whatever it is and when you do oh yeah we jump up and down celebrate we're very happy campers but give it a little time and it kind of tapers off we're not we're not joyous you know, 10 years later for something that happened way long ago, what that you were so happy about as a kid or, or, you know, younger person and you're not unhappy about it, but it's a good memory, but it's not like right now I'm joyous because I won the lottery. And like Raphael said, a lot of people who do win a really giant lottery or something like that, there's so much, so many other problems that come with it. They get very unhappy later on after they are really happy for a short while. So it's like that. And it's like that for a soul over the course of lifetimes. One lifetime, a soul is very poor and just prays and wishes and thinks about what it would be like to be really, really wealthy, like that multi-multi-millionaire on top of the, you know, in the mansion up on the hill. And they're living uh, on the streets. And then that lifetime, you know, the opportunities are not there or whatever. They finish off their lifetime still being poor. But the next lifetime, they're going to have a chance to realize their dream. And, oh, they come back, maybe born into a very, very wealthy family. But, oh, guess what? They grow up as, as a, a child of an extremely wealthy family that's very, very protective, has to be, you know, has to have the right public image or else their fortune is going to be, you know, knocked down. Uh, they have to talk to the right people, get married to the right people, la, 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 la. They can't even sit a certain way yeah. in public. It's yeah. pretty restrictive. You have, to, you have to wear certain clothes. And so there might be very nice parts of being that wealthy and being growing up that way. But as a child, you're going to start to find, well, because you're born into that, you you don't have that financial lack. You don't experience poverty. So you're this is normal. You get fed, you get closed. But then you start to look at, God, why are my parents and everybody around me so controlling? And I have to have bodyguards to go everywhere. <laughs> Things like that. I can't just go out and play with my friends just like my friends get to do. And you get unre- unhappy about it. So this happens all the time. One side you get, you ask for the other side, you get the other side, you want the first side back, back and forth, back and forth. I'd like to add to this too, in my example with my father winning that $15,000, is when he came in and threw that money in the air, my mother was ecstatic. But us kids had absolutely no idea why they were so happy (laughs) and never did until, of course, we became adults and found out the value of money. 
But for us, it really didn't mean anything because we were always in some ways provided for, even though we were somewhat poor when yeah. we were growing up. Isn't that amazing? And so it's all relative, that type of happiness and temporary. But the happiness I'm talking about has a benefit of living a spiritual life, living as spirit. It's because if you really meditate on this, you'll notice when you're tuned into, when you when you're experiencing even a little bit of being spirit, which is being limitless, which means being whole, not divided, not isolated, not separated, but whole. You're experiencing the wholeness of your being. That's what we call being content, at peace, even joyous. When you experience that, all the things everybody wants, like unconditional love, tremendous joy, unending joy, as long as we're being that wholeness, it's joyous. It's utterly peaceful. It's quiet. And that's even in the storm of all the things that happen in life. In the world, yeah. The world could be at war. But when you're experiencing spirit, you don't have to like the war, but you're noticing, yep, there's a war going on, or there's a bomb or a fire. People are losing their homes and their lives. You don't have to be, you're not happy about that, but there is a contentment. There's a peace that's within your mind. And in that space, living a spiritual life, you're in much, much better position to do something about the things that's happening in the world that's not acceptable, that's not something that you ask for, pray for, you know, to harm everybody and things like that. No, you can help so much more when you're at peace, when you're happy with yourself regardless of what's happening in the world, what's happening even in your personal life. That brings us to another benefit that I found in uh, living life as spirit, and that is that you have more access to that part of you that is very powerful and creative. So, you know, the way I look at life a lot of times, it's, it's like the rolling waves of the ocean. It goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. And uh, some of what we teach, or we like to think that we're teaching you how to surf those waves, where, yes, you're going to go up and down with it, but you're going to stay on the surface. You're not going to go under. And part of that is having access to that incredible, powerful, creative aspect that all of us have. Don't tell me you're not creative. You have a body, you have friends, or even if you don't have friends, that's creative. (laughs) (laughs) It took a lot of creating to not have friends. Exactly. (laughs) You have to use a lot of creativity and your power to keep everybody away. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, Yes, absolutely. This brings us to the second question. How do you live in this world more and more as a spiritual being? And the first thing I would say is exactly what Raphael said, is spirit is creative. We are spirit. So we're, when we're living as spiritual beings, we're living as totally creative beings. We're creative and creating all of the time, even when our bodies are sleeping. That's right. And so the funny thing, as soon as I think of being creative, I I flash back on a lot, so many times in my childhood, and even today <laughs> in my adulthood, people, because I live my life making things up as I go along, and a lot of people don't like that. <laughs> but everybody does that. Everybody, everybody does that. Everybody does that. And the only difference between me and many people, I know I do that. But a lot of people consider making things up as, oh, that's not true. You made it up. Well, yes, in some cases, like if it's about facts, 
you know, uh, facts of the at the scene of the crime, you can tell it as you truly see it as okay. This is what I experienced at the scene of the crime. I saw this. I felt this. I smelled this, and so forth and so on. As factual as you can make it, then people say, "Oh, that's the truth." And then, but if you Let's say if you're the criminal and you're going, oh, no, I didn't see any of that stuff. Uh, that didn't happen. What I saw was, and you, you make up a story. That's what most people consider making things up. But the way I live my life all along from the time as a kid is I've encountered so many situations where I didn't know what to do. I mean, I didn't have training or or somebody gave me a guidebook saying if this happens here's step one two three four five no there's nothing like that to depend on from my memory just like uh, many examples of healing whether it was stepping on an earthworm and you know seeing it suffer and I, I just couldn't handle it so I made up how to care for this injured creature I just made it up as I went along, which really was using my intuition. I didn't run around in circles going, somebody tell me what to do, somebody tell me, because there wasn't at that time anybody to tell me what to do. <laughs> so I kind of thought about, all right, I've seen people with go to the doctor and have a broken arm. Okay, I wasn't going to take the earthworm to a doctor. They'll laugh me out of there. But I was going to, Go, what What does a doctor do with a broken arm? You uh, tape it together and put a cast and so forth and so on. You immobilize it. So I immobilized that, that earthworm with a little box. And, you know, I was very imaginative. And that's imagination is the first step of your creativity, using your creativity. If you can't imagine it, it ain't going to happen. All right? So... Every day, part of my own practice is I stretch my imagination. And I imagine all kinds of things. Some of those things might be considered bad. Some of them good. But there's no judgments on imagination. And I know if I'm just practicing imagining, I'm not making it happen. I'm just imagining it as an exercise. And then I have a choice. I can choose between this option or that option or a third option fourth option all kinds of options uh, of imagining so so then I'll I'll amongst all the imaginings I'll choose one okay I'll try this out that I put it into effect so that's part of living life as a creative spiritual being using your imagination to expand your awareness and look at possibilities. Choose one. Make a commitment to that. Make a commitment to that and then follow through with it. Fantastic, Michael. We are coming up on our next break, and so we wanted to make another announcement. Join us in the beauty and sacred energies of Mount Shasta, California, for an unforgettable inner divinity retreat this Friday to Sunday, August 10th to the 13th. Paving the Road to Freedom, Responding to Life Joyously to Live Your Destiny Now is the title. You'll have over 16 hours of workshops over the three-day retreat with Michael and me, as well as an optional whole day of being with us for enlightening discussions, wonderful stories, snacks, a group dinner, and lots of laughs after a three-day retreat. You'll learn a lot to help you live much more of the miracle that is your life. Go to our website, michaeltamora.com, and check out our events calendar in August or click onto our monthly calendar on August 10th, and you'll get all the details for this amazing retreat experience. When we return, we will continue with Are You Living the Spiritual Life? your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work, and you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. We all have unique experiences and outlooks when it comes to leadership and team building. Yet sometimes we clash, even when trying to achieve the exact same goals. Check out Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. Your host is Dr. Cass Henry. A shared journey equals success. And every human interaction has the power to achieve this success by working together. Tune in every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. And welcome back to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. I'm having craggy voice today. We are talking about, are you having a spiritual life? Michael. Yes, I am having a spiritual <laughs> a spiritual life. And, you know, uh, speaking of Raphael's craggy voice and my returning voice, some of you who've been listening and who know my voice from before my vocal cords got injured uh, almost, uh, what, 11 well, months ago? Well, last, late October, early November. November. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, you might notice Hey, it's coming back a little more, a little more. But when Raphael is laughing about her craggy voice today and having to, you know, clear her throat and everything, especially on a radio show, ah, this is part of living as spirit. Living a spiritual life is you're how you are. <laughs> At any given moment, you're not the body. Craggy voice is a body thing, right? And you're the spirit living in this body, whether it's got craggy voice as an unusual thing for this moment, or your voice isn't fully there because of an injury some, some months ago, whatever the case might be, it's part of living a spiritual life is a life of acceptance and enjoyment, not just tolerating. Tolerating is different than accepting. Accepting is complete. You wholeheartedly accept. You welcome it. You, you enjoy the conditions of your body or your life or the world or whatever as you are because you know as spirit, you're limitless. There's no end to you. There's no death. There's no injury. There's no division. You're whole. And making a commitment to living that way. When something doesn't go right, you make a mistake, or you just feel like a total failure because you blew it. <laughs> you got fired, or your mate divorces you, or something, and you go, whoa, what a screw-up I am. No. Well, we all have those kind of thoughts, on an immediate reaction, but living a spiritual life is taking that, experiencing that, and going, okay, yes, 
but I'm limitless still. I have this incredible limitless capacity to love anyway. Oh, right now, the reaction was, oh, darn. <laughs> but, but like, you know, when you stub your toe and you go, ow, and you jump around. And you could even be mad about it. Who put the coffee table there? <laughs> it wasn't there, you know, five minutes ago. <laughs> and you might think about blaming the world, blaming everybody. But ah, living a spiritual life, you stop for a moment. You ground yourselves. Remember? Yes, if you want to try it now. Grounding yourself, just close your eyes and imagine sitting on a giant tree trunk. It goes all the way down to the center of the earth. And imagine that you're not only sitting on this giant tree trunk, but the top, flat, comfortable side is inside your body a little bit to the just above the tip of your tailbone and is connected to your what we call your first chakra. This is an energy center that deals with self-preservation. But it also deals with you being. Ah, I am. You are. You're creative. You're aware. This is living a spiritual life. And one of the things, people often get stuck on an intellectual level that to live a spiritual life, you have to talk spiritual. And you have to use words like spiritual. And be a vegetarian and, and so on and so yes. forth. And hey, we've been <laughs> vegetarians, we've been vegans, raw food, and, and you know, uh, omnivorous, carnivorous, everything. <laughs> the, none of it changes that you are spirit. It's just preference, sometimes to what is healthier for the body, sometimes it's just what you like. But nonetheless, if you're immortal, if you're limitless, you're not bound by any such material condition that someone might impose or the world might uh, approve of or deny or whatever. It doesn't matter. But the one thing that's important is you have to make up your mind as to whether you want to talk spiritual or do you want to really live a spiritual life. If you wish to actually live a spiritual life and experience being the spirit that you are, one of the most important things, key things to help you live a more spiritual life is to drop competition from your life. And competition, most people immediately think of, I'm better than you, or superiority complex, things like that. Yeah, that's a manifestation of competition, but the basic competition, the foundation of competition is within our own selves against our own selves. So the minute you think and decide this is true in any way, when you go, I'm not enough in some way, right here, right now, as I am. You're in competition. Ah, so how often in the course of a day do you think, oh, I wish I were smarter. I'm, I'm so stupid. You know, I did the stupid thing. And criticize yourself. That's competition with yourself. You're looking at yourself and your image of yourself is not very good. It's lacking. And so you don't see yourself as this limitless being, creative being that can create whatever. You, you chop it all down to this stupid person or you're not good enough. You're not successful enough. You're not wealthy enough. You know, you're not kind enough, whatever. You're not spiritual enough. It's almost like um, taking that habit of judgment and holding it against yourself in some form. Yeah, that's competition. All competition is divide and conquer. Yes. It's the opposite of being spiritual or whole and limitless. So when there's an absence of competition, your life naturally becomes more spiritual. The more you're in competition and take it seriously, you have to compete with yourself to be better, 
better than you think you are. Anytime you're wanting to be better than you are, you're only trying to be better than the image you hold of yourself as not enough, not who you really are. Because if you really experienced who you really are, you're not going to be in competition in the least. There's nothing to be in competition about. So you don't have to use the word spiritual. Think about spiritual to live a spiritual life. All you have to do is let go of your desire to compete, to be better, to improve from <coughs> who you think you are before you can have who you are, before you can be loving. Yeah, we tend to withhold loving from ourselves and others because we're not good enough yet. We're not deserving enough. If we can't love ourselves because we're not deserving enough yet, how do we expect to love anyone else? Doesn't happen. Because when you think you're loving someone else, you're putting competition. I love you more than I love myself. I can't love myself because I'm a, I'm a schmuck. <laughs> but I love you because, oh, you're so perfect. That's total competition. Total divide and conquer. We had an experience when we were in Hawaii. Uh, actually, we had quite a few experiences. One was that we had an um, incredible and amazing uh, opportunity to be with hundreds of dolphins. And um, then, meanwhile, on the island of Hawaii, there was also a little scenario going on which was quite dramatic and uh, sad, too, because uh, a man got killed by a bad guy, quote-unquote. Oh, yeah. And um, it, it was never very close to us in physical. You know, Proximity, it, was, it, yeah. it, it, it passed through our neighborhood uh, physically when we were away from our uh, condo. But it was all around that side of the island we were on. And um, you could feel in the tension in the air where... That divide thing was very strong that this was a very bad man, and he was a very bad man. He, at least in his actions, he killed someone. Uh, he killed a police officer because the police officer uh, caught him in a traffic uh, violation, and he had warrants out for his arrest. He got scared, et cetera, et cetera, and he eventually got caught. But the energy was very interesting because I got to watch. This is one of the benefits of living a spiritual life. Even when you have energy like that close by and in the air is I was able to find my center enough that I, I felt enough compassion for the man who was the bad guy as much as I did for the cop and for the other people who got shot when he was finally caught. Um, that this was something they came to experience in this life. And if it happened in front of me, um, it would probably take a little while for me to get to the same place I did when it was just in the air and, and the energy was around me. But the bad guy was also a father and a, and a husband. And there was, um, let's say, a connection and remembrance that he also was a human soul, probably a younger one, who was on a different kind of path of learning. And we have to remind ourselves about this when we're out in traffic and uh, experiencing the more darker sides of life. Yes, and that's exactly the what we call judgment is, is uh, a reflection of competition, divide and conquer, right? Because when we're judging, what are we doing? Oh, we're in competition. We're dividing from what we are judging. If we're judging another person, saying, it, then it doesn't matter if the judgment is what you call sinner, good or bad, negative or positive. So if I'm going, you're such a bad person, you're, you're a total moron <laughs> or whatever, oh, what am I doing? I'm dividing, putting a divisive wall between me and you and putting you on one side putting me on the other side and there's the line drawn in the sand and here's the battle line we're, we're at war the minute you judge you're at war 
Huh? But the war is with yourself. Because what you're judging in the other person, you're judging in yourself. So what, yeah. you're, what you're saying, I cannot tolerate, I cannot accept, I cannot have you the way you are. Guess what? Within yourself, you've been that way too. Otherwise, you wouldn't recognize it. And so somewhere along the way, we've been that same person that we're judging negatively and saying, I, I divorce myself from that part of myself. I can't be like that. So you're not accepting that, hey, you've been there, done that. Or I can go, wow, you are a celebrity. You're so famous. You're, you're, you know, put you on a pedestal. You're, you're God, like in my universe and so forth and so on. That's judgment too. And that's divisive. You're putting yourself down and making the other person better. Ah, it doesn't matter if you put yourself down, make someone else better, or put somebody else down and make yourself superior. It's still division and conquering. And the only thing that ultimately you divide is yourself. So drop that. Every time that thought comes up, give yourself a deep breath. Ground yourself. Find the center of your head. Be aware. Then you'll start to find a little bit of Neutrality that comes of being spirit. That's the first step to being spirit. And once you start to be more and more neutral, then you start to experience the peace, the joy, the unconditional loving of spirit rather than all these little thoughts that we have jumping around in our mind all the time. Exactly. And that also goes for when we're looking at um, everything from a war, you know, which side is the better side, or a single criminal, or somebody we would judge as a bad guy. And that was such an interesting experience for me, that's for sure. Well, we're coming up on to the end of our radio show today. Um, We have another timely topic for our show next Wednesday right here on Living the Miracle called Your Psychic Development and Your Spiritual Growth. Please let all your friends know about our show and share it on social media. And remember to check out our website, michaeltamura.com, in the event section for all of our upcoming events, as well as all the MP3 audio downloads available for purchase of our classes, etc. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.